Quarter past ten. Uh, Steve Vines and I have got a bit of a problem this morning. Have we? <sighs> what are we going to have? Oh, I don't know. But oh. I've got an exclusive. Go on. I mean, you know, a, a, a gold plate exclusive. I have the inside story. In fact, it's it's a transcript, <laughs> which was which was given to me by. A, oh, I can't say unless you give me money. Um, well, I'm trying to. But it's that's another story. <laughs> it's, it's a transcript <laughs> of the meeting yesterday between Carrie Lam and and Zhang Xiaoming at the um, liaison office. Now, really? well done. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm modest. I will say it. You know, it came to the right person. So what happened was she had a 45-minute meeting. I won't read out the whole transcript because that's quite long, isn't it? But, you know, it sort of... It started well. It started well. Jiang says, oh, come in, Mrs Lamb, tea or coffee? She goes, oh, I'll have a cup of coffee. And he says, bring Mrs Lamb some tea. And that set the tone for the entire meeting. So, and then she says, oh, excuse me, Mr Jiang... I hope you don't mind me mentioning this, but <clears throat> when I'm... Uh, you know, chief executive, I'm going to be terribly independent. And he went, yes. It's all down here in the transcript. She goes, yes, yes, yes. I, I'm not going to come to you for instructions for every little thing. And he went, yes. And she said, yes, yes. Is that all right? And he goes, well, that's very interesting. And she said, oh, well, no, no, seriously, because, you know, a lot of people criticise that Mr. 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 Leung for coming to you every two seconds and getting orders, but I'm going to be an entirely different um, thing. Do I have your permission? And he goes, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that went. That's how that went. And that's totally that's that, kosher. That, that's kosher. Anybody who wants to see a transcript can get stuffed. But um, <laughs> yeah. um, he's protecting his source. I'm protecting HP my source, source um, and um, that's all you're hearing from me on that. But anyway, that's what happened. Uh, oh, oh, incidentally, she got. <laughs> let's let's just um, draw a breath here. She got elected. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you know, there were all these rumours before. This the, is what we're talking about today. We, is it? we, we could. Well, I'm glad we, we thought of something. We, yes, yes, there is a topic. Well done. So, before the so called election, there were these rumours that, you know, Beijing was going to give the weasels a free hand and they were going to go bravely into the. Do you think the, that's what it said, though, in, the, in Chinese? Yes, we dear, will give dear the weasels. weasels. <laughs> dear weasels. <laughs> it's like that famous story. I, I mean, uh, if I've told it before, you can stop me, but it would be difficult. Of, of Margaret Thatcher when she goes to dinner with her cabinet and she orders something, and um, and she says, you know, I'll have the steak well done, and um, the waitress and and, and 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 prime minister, um, what about the vegetables? She says, oh. They'll have the same. <laughs> so, anyway, I always well like that story. Um, so we're back on weasels. Yeah. So, you know, there, there are a couple of weasels who you need to keep an eye on because they're, they're the perfect weather vanes. So if, for example, and, and it's invidious to name names, so if, for example, you saw Rita Fan or Maria oh, Tam, no, no names, no patrol, um, coming out and saying, oh, actually, you know, we understand from <coughs> the central authorities that there is a free vote on this and we can choose it. You would know that actually something had happened, but of course they didn't. They all came out and said, oi, vote for that Carrie Lamb because that's what, oh, not, not our orders, that's what we've you know, freely decided to do. But then you get past that. So, so now we know and there was no surprise there. But I was, even I, who, who, who perhaps, uh, despite my very well-known loyalty and, and, and support for, for number 689, even I was surprised by, within 24 hours, this round-up of various dissidents yeah. knock on the door. Now, remember, 
These, th- this emanates from um, alleged offences held three years ago, and we are supposed to be so effing stupid as to believe that it's a mere coincidence that within this three-year period... You believed the, that up until I told you... Oh, that's right. You yes, did you, believe that. I did, I yeah. did, but I've changed my mind. So it, it, it beggars belief that, that within the three-year period there was only one day in which it would have been suitable for them to be uh, arrested and charged. Oh, and yuck. that day was 24 hours after Carrie Lamb was, was um, anointed as the new chief executive. I think now, it's pretty stylish, though. It, well, no, could, if you look, turn it on its head, well, it's you, well you, you, stylish. You could. I mean, there will... Incidentally, that's not the end of it. I mean, the purge no. hasn't finished. There will be other arrests. There will be an even more vociferous attempt to squeeze um, those members who CY and the central government doesn't like out of LegCo. I mean, we're, we're in for a very, very, very rocky period. And all those people go around and go, oh, you know, give Carrie Lamb a chance. Well, hey, I'd love to give her a chance, but it's not going to happen. I mean, this is delusion 101. Anybody who seriously believes that none of this is going to happen must be among those people who say that, that C.Y. Lung was a highly successful chief executive. Do you know what I... Th- and, and I m- once met that bloke. Do you know what I thought about the other day? Seriously, <laughs> apropos nothing, because we're very impartial yeah. here, I was thinking, when will the time be right to reveal who the foreign forces were behind Occupy? Ah. I was told there would be a correct yes, moment. Yes, there would. No, no, no. Sorry, what you were actually told was there was irrefutable evidence. And when the time is right. And da, when da, da, the time da, 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 is right. Yes, I'm still waiting. I'm dead curious about yeah. this. I, 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 I saw in Sintel last week, um, and they just write this as news now, that there was in- irrefutable proof that John Jung was backed by foreign forces because... Uh, oh, no, not foreign yeah, forces, by, um, by Americans, <laughs> by America, because because Martin Lee was supporting him and so was Jimmy Lai. I mean, you know, this paranoia about foreign forces is quite extraordinary. And, you know, irrefutable proof? Gosh, I thought that word irrefutable actually had a meaning. Well, the other cool word at the moment you is... You cannot refute it. You cannot refute it. The other cool word, which, you know, there are words that are, that are de rigueur. Very often there it's are. pragmatic. Humble yes. was in there a while Humble. ago. Humble. But the latest one is inalienable. inalienable. I can't even say yes, it, and I'm English. I know, I know. <laughs> yes. Inalienable. I, I've met some aliens in my time, but yeah. an inalienable yeah. is... is yeah. That's, that's yes. the in word. We are inalienable here in Hong Kong. Yeah. In, in, in the city, as I believe it. I keeps, think there's got to be a, 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 a thing about... Stop using Edwardian English in all of your <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Well, I always like that the, the thing which all these idiots use, go, oh, the relevant government department. Well, that's, and that, you know. Yeah, that. I know where that comes from. It comes from Edwardian English. We and are working service. with the authorities. Yeah, well, we are working with the relevant <laughs> authorities. And I'm thinking, why don't you just say we're working with the irrelevant authorities? I mean, if it's a government department and it's doing something... Uh, De facto, isn't it relevant? Mm. Now, okay, you could argue that because I have seen some government departments at work, and whether they're relevant or not is a question. But that's a sidetrack. What about some of the rumours and bits and pieces that are going around? Uh, like a lot of the high flyers might jump ship. Again, know. I have no idea Dunno. whatsoever. Neither do I. I have no idea about that. I think what will happen is because um, CY stuffed his his uh, upper echelons with these totally useless people, you know, Paul Chan as finance secretary, I mean, that was just a joke. Eddie Ng as, as, as education secretary, the reader, um, you know, I mean, all those people are going to go because only CY would ever Well, if you keep saying them. that, they won't go. Well, no, no, they will, they will. 
trust me, <laughs> trust me, I'm a journalist. <laughs> They'll go. So, I mean, the question is, and it will be interesting because, again, in that meeting, which I have a transcript of, you know, Carrie said to to um, Gang Shaming, oh, incidentally, can I can I please appoint the people I want to office without you saying anything? And he said. <laughs> You're such a card. One, one sugar or two. You're such a card. I love it when you speak like that. <laughs> go, go on, give me another one. Let's say, um, let's say hello to Pete. But, but I think I think the fact of the matter is you will actually see quite a lot of new faces. I up wonder. There. I think so. Hello, Pete. He was first in the queue. I mean, very general email from Pete, but this is what the punters want to know. He said, "Hello, Phil and Steve. Now that we have carried twenty-eight percent land, what does the future hold for Hong Kong?" He says, "Apart from maybe getting rid of the TSA." Now that's that. If that is isn't a fa- bare-faced face issue, what is? Yeah. Shall we just go over that? You I mean, did, I'm, I'm glad Pete raised it, because... On your Pete? The, the, TSA, the TSA is the um, this exam for very small children in grade three, I believe it is, of embryos, primary actually. schools. Yeah. They're testing embryos. I now. mean, some of them are even younger than me. I know that's hard to believe, Crazy. but it, it's a fact. So these tiny little tots are, 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 are being <laughs> graded in these TSA exams. Oh, sorry, they're not being graded at all. That's why they go to cramming schools to pass the test. That's why the schools spend all their time getting the pass test. But, hey, they don't matter at all. Everybody who can read and write, and that obviously doesn't include the education secretary, Edding, because he reads 30 books a month. Everybody else who's in the education world says these tests are complete horlicks yeah. and have got to go. I mean, even on the pro-government side of the fence, the legislation... Yeah, that's uh, called, uh, uh, 30, 30 yeah. pro... Well, they weren't all pro-government, but, but you know, they are saying that um, this test is really absurd. Carrie Lamb has also said the test has got to go, but see why... Yes, I introduced it. It can't be wrong. So he's seriously saying the test will start in May and presumably in July when Carrie takes over, they'll be banned. So, I mean, what kind of pettiness is it that makes it impossible for him to say, do you know what, maybe this isn't such a good idea Forget after it, all. I'm out the door. And anyway, you know, from May to June, to start a whole new examination regime which will last for two months, is perhaps not the brightest idea. Examination. Even, even Eddie Ng, the great genius of educationalism, has thought up. I mean, exa- so, yeah, I mean well, that is a slap in the wherever. It's just bizarre. I mean, it won't be free. It'll, it's another great expense. It's just a bit bizarre to save face. I mean, exam, you keep well, saying not exam. O- not only that, but of course, I mean, you know, many schools will refuse to do it. Many parents will refuse to allow their children to take it. It depends how much the schools or whoever squeezes them, though. Well, I still think they're parents, even if the schools don't. <laughs> I mean, there's teachers who are very, very, very upset of about this. Are. And because they're very upset about it, I think they're saying, well, you know, what's it to the consequences? We're just not doing it. It's mad and bad. Yeah. I mean, OK, let me just clarify this. Given, it's, given what it's meant to be, if you, how old are the kids meant to be? Um, young, anyway. They're very young. I mean, grade three, I don't know what that is. That must be about, like, it's very eight or young. nine. You know, if you were just said, OK, today, kiddies, we're having a test. There it is. Go. Yeah. Um, I suppose that would be because we have little testies. Yeah. You do. Um, yeah. So then, then when you get a little bit older, uh, you get into exam territory. That's a different deal. But the whole thing here is about the cramming. Is that yes. it? Right. Cramming, Which you're not meant to do. You're not supposed to do. And, you know, at that age, I really don't think... 
that formal testing is that useful. It really isn't. Well, I mean, I don't think... But, but, don't worry what I think or anybody, or anybody as, as, as meagre as myself thinks. Look at people who've actually studied this, yeah, and but, they say... Yeah. This is just ridiculous. Well, the schools, or no, sorry, the people, the government is going to say it's parents and teachers that make kids cram for this. I mean, we're living in a place, Steve, where an 18-month-year-old baby has to go to a, quote, interview <laughs> to get into blinking kindergarten. I know, I know. It's, it, it, the, interview. The thing is... The thing is <laughs> so why absolute, do you want to come to this kindergarten? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> parents must take responsibility, teachers must take responsibility, but you would think there'd be a grown-up in the room, possibly in the Education Bureau, Maybe. who'd go, this is system is not good. Well, look, by hook or by crook, it's on the way out. Yeah, Is that right? It is. Would you say it is? I I think that is one thing that... One good thing. Gosh. I didn't come all the way to to broadcast drive to say good things about Carrie Lamb, but I think that's one good thing that should come up. Well, look, everything we're saying has been said... It's not new. Uh, so anyway, Pete, nice one. Thank you for getting in touch. I mean, he just says, what does the future hold for Hong Kong? In this day, today, here and now, it's a fair question. It is. And, I mean, I would love to be one of those happy, clappy optimists who goes, oh, you know, she won't be, she won't be CY201, but she will. It's 20 minutes to 11. I've got one I want to chuck your way right now. Talking about the night of the long umbrellas, or the day of the long umbrellas. So it sparked this rather large online campaign about the apparently outdated or nebulous charge of incitement, which I believe in the UK has been scrapped. And people are saying, um, I was incited by the fuzz when they let off X amounts of popcorn at Occupy Central, etc, etc. Give me what you know about this. So, so what we're talking about is the uh, some of, not all of them, but but some of the people who are arrested in the post-carry election roundup are charged with in- incitement. And remember, one of the reasons why it was dropped from the common law in Britain is because incitement is a charge that can be for... Um, you incite someone to perform a crime, whether they performed it or not. So, you mm. know, you said, oh, I incited B to go and commit a robbery. Well, the robbery wasn't actually... Ca- yeah. So, you know, a lot of the... When they got to court with a lot of these charges, they didn't go very far. So the, the, the law in Britain, which is the law which still exists in Hong Kong, was scrapped because it wasn't considered to be a very good way of dealing with this particular offence. But, of course, this is not an incitement to commit uh, a a normal crime. This is an incitement to commit um, civil disobedience. Mm. And what's interesting about the people who've been arrested is um, some of them have said, look, you know, if you want to charge me with unlawful assembly, clearly I'm guilty about that. I'll put my hand up. I'm going to plead guilty. Incitement? It's it's a much more nebulous charge, and of course it's a much more serious charge, which is why I presume the Department of Justice was so keen to add it. I mean, most of these people are, are, have got multiple charges against them, but they've added that one because I, as far as I know, there's a, a possibility of imprisonment up to seven years for that charge. So it is quite a serious charge, and, uh, you know, for somebody like Tanya Chan, who's been charged, not only would she lose her seat in, in, in LegCo, but she would also lose her career because she could no longer be a be a um a barrister meanwhile way to go guys creating a martyr so yeah so i mean it is interesting that they bought that particular charge and it's the citizen's response is quite amusing you know all these people popping up online i was there i i was there i was incited by the police firing off tear gas are you going to charge them as well but that's obviously there's pictures of them and everything there's obviously that's not going to happen very clever aren't they 
yeah. I think. <laughs> I think the, the, the net citizenry here are very quick. I mean, how long did it? How long did it take the net citizenry to do all these seven 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 parodies of Carrie Lamb after she was, you know, she was selected? It's it's you know, quick people here in Hong Kong. That's all I'm saying. And Harry's cartoon was a cracker. This was the you'd have on to, Monday. With the I, pa- I can't remember she, it. She's standing there going, "Oh me, OMG!" And behind her, there's a great big panda going, "Who'd have thought it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Harry, 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 and does, they printed it. Does know how to capture the moment? And they printed yeah, it. So house point good. there. Hurrah. He's very good. All right then, all yours. Well, shall we? Shall we just move on? Because I mean, this is a bit of a pet. What's it of mine? It's this wretched Disney park, you know, which is which is hemorrhaging skid loads of money every day. And it, it all emanates from the original cockamamie deal that the morons in the Hong Kong government uh, put together with the Disney Corporation. If you remember, it was all put together in a great big panic um, after the financial crisis and at a time when Hong Kong's future was in question. They thought, oh, you know, the best Disney. answer, the best answer to that is a theme park with Mickey Mouse. Tells you all you need to know. But I mean, among the things that they did was they made sure that however much money the park itself lost, the Disney Corporation would always take away sackloads of funds because their deal with the Hong Kong government was that whatever happens, you know, they'd rake off a, a management commission, they'd rake off a royalties commission, they'd rake off this, that and the other. So they were never going to be out of pocket. And guess what? They said, oh, yes, we'll sign that. We'll, <laughs> if, 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 if you've got suckers like this negotiating, we'll sign it. But, but you know, there is an enormous amount of realisation now of how bonkers this deal is. So they've gone to LegCo um, for another five and a half billion dollars five and a half funny everybody pulls a face when they say that word, yeah i know because <laughs> well, it's a lot of money yeah. i mean you know even for me that's more than i spend on lunch i know and um they they, they they've and, and i think even the even the most comatose members of ledgeco sort of thought, well, hang on wait, 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 hang on that's quite a lot of money why 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 are we paying that so disney's latest ploy said oh well i tell you what in the face of this request to ledgeco uh, we'll we'll stump up another three hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh, and we might do something about these royalties. We might waive some of the management fees. Oh, not the royalties, the management fees, uh, which are as high as eight percent of turnover, not of profits, of turnover. Mm. So, um, yeah, funnily enough, oh, and they say, oh, instead, if we do that, you'll have to, re- you, we'll 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 get more equity. So, the public stake in the park will go down from fifty three to fifty two percent. Well, hey, boys. It's not much of an offer. What it are we really missing? isn't. What are we missing here? What we're missing here is the whole scheme is, is you know, basically... What, what's the point of this, though? I well, mean, the know. point, what they're saying is that, that the only way to stop it hemorrhaging funds is to build all the, you know, expand it and build new attractions. I mean, they may well be right that, that such a thing needs to happen. And my view is that, as in all businesses, if that is the right commercial decision, the business should pay for it, not the taxpayer. Is this a case of Hong Kong's past the point of no return and has to do something? Well, I wonder if that is the case. I mean, one of the biggest problems with the park... I mean, even if it was the most brilliant thing since sliced bread, is that, let's face it, it's really designed to attract visitors from the mainland. 
And parks are being built like Dolly Mixture in the mainland at the moment. Not just Disney. I mean, Disney's built, of course, this very big park in Shanghai. Can I just say something right now? We Go always on. say the best thing since sliced bread. If you think about that, we've had the Hadron Collider. I know. We're talking about space stations, but we still say... <laughs> the best thing since sliced bread. bread. <laughs> yeah. Who likes sliced bread? Not oh, me no. particularly. I know. Anyway... Anyway, my, my view is if you've got a cliche, don't 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 neglect it. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so we'll carry on saying do. that. I we just, will. <laughs> and reinventing the wheel. Reinventing the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, anyway, all I'm saying is it is interesting that that Disney have have actually been forced, and this is something that they haven't done before, have actually been forced to put their hand in their pocket and say, "Oh, all right, I understand. There's a bit of fuss about this. Mm. Here's another." I mean. 350 million bucks in the order of these things when we're talking about the whole project costing something like 10 billion because that includes the Disney original share is is not a lot of money. Is this because they're really scared because of Shanghai Disney? Which I think well, will I take think, a lot of people. Well, I think they are worried about and Shanghai. And a lot of Hong Kongers Di- see, will be bye-bye. The, dif- <laughs> the difference between Shanghai Disney and Hong Kong Disney is very, very simple. They've put their own hand in their pocket to build Shanghai Disney. Hong Kong Disney was always a sucker deal with the Hong Kong government. So, you know, they have a very different relationship with these two Disneylands. But they have to worry about the brand. They don't want to have a failed Disneyland on Mm. their hands. It's very bad for the brand's image. They genuinely, I'm sure genuinely, they want to make it work. And maybe the way to go is to expand it, to spend this 10 billion bucks. Give some to get, or get some to, whatever. But, you know, (laughs) let's, let's be, let's understand the environment in which all this is happening tourist figures are declining the attraction that the the the, the hong kong government in its typical stupidity thinks is going to attract people is exactly the attraction which well it exists on the mainland itself apparently though he never did this is this a case of nero fiddling whilst rome burned which nero the emperor bloke yeah, yeah, I, know, I, know, I know that nero but Not he, the nightclub in margate <laughs> <I'm talking> <laughs> <about>. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... It's just pretend everything's rosy. Yeah, I mean, there is that. There is that. I still think it's, you know, once you've made a mistake, never admit it. Just keep digging. It was Nero, wasn't it? Yeah, he, he, did, did, fiddle Nigel he, did, he did fiddle a bit while Rome burned, <laughs> anyway, apparently. That, that, it's in books. That cliche. It's in books. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, interesting. I mean, it's always, puzz- it's always puzzled a lot of people why... Um, why we needed a Disneyland in the first place. Why the lingua franca is theme parks. It's like some, it's like some panacea to a theme yeah. park. It's very 1950s Butlins yeah. holiday camp mentality. Yeah. And it's, it's also, I mean, it, it, it tells you the, the way that governments work is that when in the face of a crisis, and there was a crisis, let's not forget that. I mean, Hong Kong, at that stage in the proceedings, we're talking about after the 88 financial crisis, ahead of the 97 handover, Hong Kong was in a state of uncertainty, but the government always responds with a mega project. And what makes a difference is never mega projects, it's little incremental things, but a lot of them. Well, we've- So, you know, like, you know, you, you, you look at what we've just seen in, in, in Hong Kong last week, you had Art Basel. I mean, that... that has become a very big thing. Mm. But it was part of a, you know, little incremental people coming together in the arts world saying, you know, I think we could flog a few paintings here. Some of them were second-hand. I don't know that you know that. Yeah. Um, and, and then other people going, well, if you've got Arts Basel going on, maybe we'll do this other arty thing. And you build up 
a whole momentum. But now the government always says, oh, no, no, we, we've got planners. We, we, we know more than you do about how businesses go. We're going to have a, we're going to spend squillions of dollars. Hey, and it's other folks' money, so that's all right. Well, whenever we touch on this topic, I always say the same thing. You always tell me I'm wrong, but they've got, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm not in a good position right now. Um, it's always like the inbox or the to-do list of massive projects could have gotten too big. And so a lot of this stuff just won't happen. Well, I wish, I, as I say, I wish I, I wish that was true. The problem is, they 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 do happen. I mean, you the bridge to nowhere is still going to nowhere. The the you know the the new railway, which you know makes travelling time ten minutes quicker, but on the other hand, causes nightmares all over the place. All of that is all going on. I wish I had a hotline. And, and you know, we're paying literally squillions and squillions of dollars mm. drain down it. I need, a, I need a hotline to Gordon Matthews, the anthropologist, because I'm dead curious about what is this innate human need to build things? Well, I think it's the innate bureaucrats. Innate bureaucrats is it, need. Are you sure? No, is it I legacy thing? Is it? I don't, yeah, there's the legacy projects. I think the average Joe who, who, who actually does things for a living understands that the mass of little things is much better than the e- erection of one big thing. Mm. That's a very profound thought that for was before very, lunchtime. I, I wonder, though, we've got so many of these things. What is the inside thing? If we could get into the deepest, darkest secret bit of, of the, the people in charge, what is it you really want by building this whacking great big bridge? Or by... No, I think, I think the bureaucrats' mentality genuinely... I mean, they genuinely believe in it. I mean, they like legacy projects, but they, they genuinely think that they know better than everyone else. And therefore, you know... If, if it is a really big project that they control, remember, they have to control it, otherwise it doesn't work, of course. Mm. So they know how to build bridges. They know how to create theme parks. They can be in charge of food trucks. I mean, it's endless. They can build culture in West Kowloon because, you know... Build culture. That's build really culture. cool, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, well, that's, that's their thinking. You know, culture actually means lots of buildings. It's, the, the contents are neither here nor there. I want to go to an email from uh, David, uh, Joe... Joe or David? Somebody. <clears throat> Josephine. <laughs> he says, TSA gotta go. She says, TSA gotta go. Teacher suicide, child suicide, more poverty, uh, more m- marital arguments, homework. So, I mean, the list goes on there. Yeah, I mean, we were being a bit flippant about how ludicrous TSA is, but she's quite right, you know. I mean, there's pressure on school children. And what's that all about? That's it's, all about parents showing all, off. And, and it's about exam pressure. So, yes, it is a real problem, and it's leading to fatalities. Yeah. Gosh, isn't it time something was done about it? Yeah, it says one-fifth, that is 20%, have mental problems. In Hong Kong, 10% government. Uh, basically, it, it's all there, just a few bullet points yeah. from, from Joe. Yeah, not good. Not good at all. Anyway, any PSs? Well, just a quick PS, <laughs> as we happen to be on Steam Radio, and we have a listener. Oh, yeah. Um, let's I know talk where this a- is going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was very, very, very sad to hear... That, that digital radio uh, broadcasting is, is going to end. Oh, that's good, because it means uh, less people will listen to you. Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> I mean, certainly, if you're listening to this inside Kung and you're trying to get it on ordinary terrestrial radio, good luck with that. Mm. I've, I've bought digital radio because it was the only way I could receive the signal and actually hear it clearly. But anyway, it's not so much that. It's the fact that it's reflective of the abysmal failure of the government's um, broadcasting policy. You know, this is the government that's presided over the, the, the death 
of one of Hong Kong's two major terrestrial TV broadcasters, ATV. It, this is the government that is about to preside over the death of cable, whatever they say. This is the Especially government, now, they've yeah, did that great scoop the other you know, day. This is the government that, that says, um, you know, we couldn't ever possibly allow Hong Kong television under Ricky... Um, What's his name? Wong. Ricky Wong to um, flourish because, you know, he might not be loyal enough to the comrades. I mean, they have no broadcasting policy. The, the reason why RTHK is no longer going to be having a digital broadcasting is because it's always, since the policy started, the commercial stations have never been forced to get on board. I mean, this is, I, is, is that true? Or what, what, I mean, this I don't know, but what I have heard is they said, get lost, we're OK, Jack. Yeah. But, I mean, the whole point about um, the success of digital, and it's been a fantastic success in many, many jurisdictions, is two things happened. One is, of course, the uh, governments that regulated um, the airwaves used the digital revolution as an opportunity to introduce all sorts of new broadcasters, which was a fantastic thing, set the airwaves alight. Of course, in Hong Kong, that didn't happen. Guess why? And secondly, they said to all of the big existing companies, besides, say, for example, in, in Britain, where digital radio is an enormous success. So they said to the BBC, obviously, you've got to do it because we can tell you what to do. But then they said to the other um, broadcasters, particularly the local ones who had a licence, saying, look, you know, the facility's there. Get on board. Get on with it. Oh, and instead, if you don't, you won't get a licence anymore. Mm. Here they went... You know. So it never happened. Mm. So, I mean, the, the, the technology isn't new, and arguably you could say it's been overtaken by internet radio and what have you. I understand that. But to actually scrap it? I mean, that's just bonkers.